Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to Office Hours with my two favorite mics in the house from around the world. We're going to catch Michael Unbroken in his last few moments in, I believe, Buenos Aires. Am I Michael Unbroken? That's right. Yes. <laughs> he says that's right. And, <laughs> oh, my God. Mike Diamond is in the house, of course. Hey. This is going to be a hell of an episode. Uh, but more importantly, we have a special guest uh, this afternoon. Janine Bogart is here, Director of Development at the Veterans Legal Institute, vetslegal.com. And we're voting Tuesday on Wednesday. It's more good news Wednesday. And our continual awareness uh, through Friday donate to a very important cause, the pro bono legal assistant to the homeless, the asked risk, disabled and low income, and of course, our veterans as well. Welcome to Office Hours, Janine. Thank you, David. It's a pleasure to be here and good afternoon, everyone. I'm sorry I'm not in Buenos Aires with you, but... Uh... <laughs> We, we're sorry we're not there as well, although it's good to have Mike Rogan coming back home finally. We're not sure what experiences he's had, but that'll be another interview that Mike and I will have when he gets back. We're going to have him as a special guest. Right, Mike Diamond? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So can I ask the so, first question? We're going to go yeah, into it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. You're on. So New, New York Post 10. Oh, where did you dig that up from? Yeah, oh, right. So, but I'm That's a long that. time ago. No, no, hold on. This is what entrepreneurship is. This is what makes you so experienced. This is what this show is. People think you just walked into this position. Oh, and I, right. And I came from Australia, lived in New York. I love New York. I know how hard it is to make it in New York. Your success in New York has led you into other things. Can you explain that pivot? Because, like, people don't know that. And then, the work that took to get to this position. People think you just arrive at these positions nowadays because it's Absolutely. scratch and sniff Instagram, and that's not the real world. Uh, well, well, when I started back in those days, yes, you know, I was always interested in public relations, and I was always interested in building that image for a mission. Um, and it took all that time, though, to get to that mission and that movement. Um, and I'm finally here, but still, the, you know, the, the feeling um, of, of being involved, um, even at that time in media, the kind that there was, no social media, uh, was something that I always used to counterbalance um, raising and doing something um, for something that would have a lasting value. Um, so really that, that feeling and that portion of me continues to live on, even with those beginnings. That's amazing. Yeah. Let me kind of uh, get back into the legal side of thing. Um, how much of help, um, being a you know, recovering lawyer myself, uh, <laughs> and seeing the manipulation of the system and, uh, the uphill battle for everyone, um, that is, trying to do good, not just trying to make money, um, which is a, a differentiator in the law. Um, your values are what you live by and the compassion uh, sometimes gets overlooked in, in the law. You know, what types of legal value can you bring beyond being a pro bono legal assistant, but what are some of the critical legal issues uh, you're utilizing or, or solving uh, for 
those that are at risk. Um, well, let, 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 let me just say my spiel here, um, please, because please. It, because the, you know, veterans, each and every veteran that has ever served has written us out a blank check to we, the people of the United States and legislation for decades has failed them abysmally. Um, they have never, ever been served properly for the lucky ones that return home. Um, and we are here to fill that gap. Um, a good deal of our staff and our pro bono attorneys are people who are like myself, generational children of military, or they actually have served themselves. Um, our co-founder and executive director, Antoinette Nador, has served six years. Um, this concept of filling these holes is so incredibly necessary and urgent um, that it's, it's wonderful that you're having us here today because not enough people are aware that the average military pension is, guess what, thirty dollars to $35,000 a year. Try living off of that in California. Try dealing with, with healthcare matters, um, often ones that are occurring due to exposure during that military time. Um, we are here to help the unhoused veterans, um, the at-risk veterans. The uh, At this point, the uh, it, it's sad to say, but we're, we're dealing with suicide rates increasing at 24.1% um, in, in 2023 alone. Um, and often that is due to lack of proper mental health care, physical care as well, um, and the fact that, yes, with this type of military pension, um, with, with all the benefits that we seem to believe are there and available easily, they are not, and often they need to be fought for. And we are the only people right now offering this as a free service. We are lucky enough, and I'll address that for you, David, um, it's amazing the amount of pro bono attorneys that work for us, um, whether they be in a law firm or they're solo practitioners. Um, I am really proud to say um, that we have an outpouring of assistance in that direction, um, which, you know, again, goes against your typical concept of, you know, attorneys only being for profit. Um, so, so there is an outpouring of, of at least understanding within the legal world how necessary this is right now. Um, so, you know, we, we are here and, and we desperately need to expand. These services are necessary, unquestionably, around this entire country. And here, you know, here we are. Who is there to fight for the fighter? You know, the, these are people that really have laid their lives out for us at our disposal for our way of life. And it is time that we fight for our fighters. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Janine. I, I love that. And I come from a military family. My brother served, my best friend served. It was my direction until an injury in high school and I couldn't get in. And, you know, that's a whole nother story for another day. Um, one of the, the core values of, of the business is compassion. And I think that's incredibly important. Can you talk about how as individuals who as civilians um, and as leaders, we can be more compassionate for our veterans and, and really what we can do to support your mission and your cause? I, I, I think that overall it, it's just understated. 
um, are, are veterans, as I had said earlier. You have a thirty to $35,000 average military pension. Uh, you know, that speaks for itself. These are young men, we're, you know, and women that are serving, that are coming back to spouses and children. Um, and here they need employment. Okay. They need support. They need medical care. Many of them continuing. They need the ability to find reasonable housing. And there are so many gaps in this upon their return. Um, I don't see that anybody who is aware of this doesn't feel this sense of compassion. Um, you know, they've interrupted the entire trajectory of their lives to be there for us and this nation and the liberties that we enjoy. And, you know, I, I can't say any more about what kind of compassion. I mean, our, our clients that come to us that are aware that we exist, um, you know, it are, come to us and, and they cry. Um, we cry after because it is fundamental to their survival. I mean, economically, they're at a disadvantage uh, uh, and as well as in their medical care. Uh, we, we are just so necessary. You know, we're, we're not an add-on here. We are, we, are, we are servicing a gap for things that just don't exist. Um, and, you know, it's sad to say, but no, legislation and the American people, we need to step up to the plate. Um, you know, we want to change the world. I think we need to start here and be grateful for what they're offering up. Um, for, you know, for this nation and our people. Mike Diamond? Nope. You're muted. It's his I first thought post. it was over to you. I asked the first oh, no. question. It's usually going back to you. <laughs> Sorry. No, you went first. I thought you might want to go back oh, again. Okay. No, I just, no, I, I just. I, I, I just so, yeah, you, you passed over something really that a lot of us overlook, which is the percentage of suicides, uh, which obviously is indicative of the lack of mental uh, support when people get back. Um, the skill set, the training, the discipline uh, in the military is second to none. So the skill sets and the knowledge are increased when someone protects our, com uh, our country and yet it seems to me the biggest issue is mental health and whether it's as you look down uh, the employment issues whether it's the homeless issue whether it's the income issue it's very difficult to support anything or anyone when you can't have the right perspective and you're suffering from mental illness um mm -hmm. did i hear you right that you said 24 percent 24.1% uh, as of a recent survey done by the uh, Department of Defense, I believe. Yeah. That is unbelievable. What, what types of things can we fight for when it comes to, it seems like a transition, a mental health transition when someone is, well, first it seems like they need it while they're there in the military, but especially in transitioning back. Yes. Well, again, you know, you, you have, of course, what you're coming back to. Those with a supportive family um, are of great assistance. Uh, ha however, um, income is, yes, an issue. 
um, to people returning with a family that cannot acquire employment right away. Um, and then there are, I mean, we still have Vietnam vets fighting. We, we recently had a case with, it, with an Air Force um, service member who couldn't get adequate care for cancer from Agent Orange. Um, so a, a lot of people aren't aware that VA benefits do not often come without a fight necessarily. And we need somebody to be able to step in and fight that battle for them. Um, they do need legal services to make this happen. Um, and, and yeah, we're there for them. Um, but we need to be there for many more. Um, and yes, we need the support of our communities and we need the support of this nation as a whole. Um, you know, thanking our service members for their service and their sacrifice is well and good. And I appreciate that from, from everyone who does that and acknowledges that, but they really do need so much more. And as long as legislation is not stepping up to the plate with this, yeah, we the people, we need to step in and be that um, for them until that time. Um, so, uh, you know, I really hope that, you know, the, your, your, your people out there, anybody watching this understands that, yes, donating to causes like the Veterans Legal Institute, we're, we're changing lives that are urgently on the verge of, of going bad. Um, and we are all that's left in between homeless and housed this winter. Um, when we make a drive, it's not for the future. It's, it, it's for the here and now. Um, these are actual people that need our help in real time. Go to vetslegal.com so you can support whether or not you're a lawyer or not. There's plenty of things that we can do, especially give financial assistance to yes. what I believe to be the most pertinent cause uh, today, uh, just look at the numbers, look at the impact that it has on all of us. Ironically, for those who are most grateful for, those who keep the most valuable thing that we want here in America, our freedom and the options and opportunities to remain a country where you can be born with nothing and end up being the best and most successful at whatever it is you dream of doing being. It's people like Janine Bogart that are allowing us to have that freedom by supporting those people that are serving us best. Vetslegal.com. Thank you, Janine, so much for your service and everything that you do for people of service. Thank you so much for having us here. Thank you all and enjoy Buenos we'll Aires. We'll have you back. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a good day. I don't know why that <laughs> something popped up. Like my my son yeah, must have missed it. How are you doing name. that, man? I didn't even know I how think, he does it. You need to I thought get that. that. Uh, <laughs> I thought that Mike gave me some ayahuasca, and I'm I was like hallucinating. Ooh, I'm like tripping out here. Bubble. I bet I didn't even know where that came from. I had a death. I had a date with destiny in a bubble. Uh, anyway, speaking of a bubble, uh, we're living in a bubble. We need to support other people and understand what's going on. Hey. Uh, Logan is in house. Logan Mallory, right on time. The VP of marketing at Motivicity, uh, that uh, is an amazing speaker, thought leader, of course, professor, like none others. Uh, welcome to office hours. I'm still recruiting from 24.1% uh, suicide rate. That's blowing my mind. Uh, yeah, welcome, that's... Logan. 
I'll, I'll tell you, I was listening backstage and, and uh, that's such an important conversation. And um, I'm, I'm glad that, that those things are being discussed so we can we can work towards better solutions. And, and Mike, you got to be careful what you're doing these days on your camera. Some, you do the thumbs up, but if you go like this, you might get balloons or something like you never know what's going to come up. <laughs> right. It's like he's going to get exactly. He's full of balloons. We love him. Um, Hot air. You know, Mo, it is motivosity. Is that you, correct? Is that I say? Yeah, you you nailed it. It's motivosity. Uh huh. Motivosity. Um, it really applicable to our last guest because um, it helps companies promote gratitude, as well as you know the connection that we need in this digital era, this remote era, this virtual era that we live in, um, and just thinking about the people and the employment prospects that they have our vets and you know how much it means to be purposeful with our activities to be employed uh it goes beyond those who can't be employed it actually is impacting those that are employed and feeling empty uh yeah. and you, go ahead I, I was just going to say it's it's really fascinating the data that that she had shared. I was reading some content the other day from uh, Vivek Murthy, who's the yep. U.S. Surgeon General, right? And and in that uh, he has six priorities that he's publishing and and prioritizing right now. I mean, this is the guy putting the smoking warning on labels on cigarette labels, right? And yep. one of his six priorities today is the epidemic of loneliness and workplace well-being, and he talks about connection at work and how important that is for, for people's health. It's, it's really incredible. It, it is. When I met with the Surgeon General, I was blessed to do so actually in the Thomas Jefferson Library with a bunch of kids as well. The three priorities at that time, this is pre-COVID, uh, the three priorities was obviously smoking, uh, yep. two was skin care, and three was obesity. Uh, mm. And so I just want to bring up the relevance of loneliness and this idea there's significant if they've increased it to six priorities as skincare, obesity, and smoking. Smoking still seems to be the most obvious. I think a lot of people wouldn't really understand a lot of times, uh, yeah. you know, skincare or obesity. Not everybody, you know, is uh, like, ah, you know, there's such danger in not wearing UV protected uh, sunglasses or skincare. Uh, but it is, is obvious to some people, loneliness and, uh, you know, what are some of the things that hate to steal Mikey's question, but, you know, what are some of the things that we can do with technology to help assist us in working with technology? Yeah. If, if I can share a really quick story, um, the, the gentleman that started Motivosity, his name is Scott Johnson. He built a, a pretty big company that Adobe bought a few years ago. He was the founder of that company. And then um, he left. He, he moved on to the board of directors instead of being the CEO. And people came up to him and they're like, man, I feel like a cog in a machine and I don't feel like what I do matters. And, and he was really frustrated with that because the company had done all the things they were supposed to, right? The good health insurance, the parties, the swag, like they had done all the right check boxes. And so he said, I'm, I'm going to try to fix this with technology. And, and that's how Motivosity came to be. And, and we really focus on helping people not have that loneliness through two things. And, and one of them is, is gratitude and recognition. In fact, I'm wearing my thanks. I, I had to put on my thanks matters shirt today. So like the idea that, that people feel connected and better when they're recognized for the work they're doing, 
And then actually Vivek Murthy, the, the U.S. Surgeon General, he talks about this. He talks about companies supporting people having relationships outside of work as well, right? Like we should, we should empower team members and coworkers to bring their whole selves to work. And that might mean it's not always about work, right? At, but what the end result is more connected team members that stay longer and they're happier when they're at work. Okay. Oh, all that thumb work. <laughs> I, I couldn't hear you, Mike, but I got I'm the thumb broken. We'll pass, Mike. Michael, I'm broken. You got a question for? <laughs> yeah, Logan. yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't know what happened with Mike there, Logan. One of the things I think about all the time as a leader who has teams all over the world is, and even being out in the world right now is connectivity. Um, I do love your shirt. Thanks matters. Gratitude is incredibly important. Um, for, for leaders, let's talk about this. There are C-suite level executives, our entrepreneurs, our business owners. What do they need to do to be galvanizing their teams to create connection and appreciation? Yeah, I think especially with entrepreneurs, I think entrepreneurs have this, uh, this gene, this DNA that makes them want to not just be at the center, but kind of drive that. And what I would say is the more that you can empower your team and your people to run that, the better, right? There's this concept that I love. It's called, uh, it's this theory about the iceberg of ignorance. And the idea is the higher that you are in an organization, the less you know about what's happening at the bottom, right? You don't know all the drama and the problems and the systems that aren't working. And so like, I think a lot of us entrepreneurs and executive leaders, we're really well-intentioned, but the more that we can empower people to create that with us, the better. And sometimes that means letting go of a little bit of control. Uh, sometimes it means empowering with budget. Uh, sometimes it means empowering with just like flat out permission. Uh, and so I think uh, executives and, and entrepreneurs, we can set that example and, and work in a connected way with our team but then we can kind of get out of the way. We can train our managers to be good leaders and then let them run some of that. And it starts to feel more organic and, um, and authentic. So that, that would be, be one of my opinions. Uh, and then the other thing is like, you should ask your people what would make them more connected at work, right? Don't, don't default to snacks in the break room. Uh, we had a, this was a really interesting story. Um, Motivosity is a, a tool where people can recognize each other with literal dollars. We give everybody a couple bucks and they can only use those dollars to say thank you to someone else for the good work they do. And I had a customer come to me the other day. We met up an event and, and she said, Logan, I'm not sure what I should do. All of my team members gave their money to one person. And then that person bought pizza and they all had a pizza party together. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, that's the dream. I was like, you have people are like spending time together and like want to be together. I was like, you know, the, the point is to recognize the good work. But if the end result is that is that they're using it to spend time together, that's a win. And so um, that's that's really what we focus on both as an organization and then also as as thought leaders like we're we're you walk into our room into our office and the wall says helping make people happier at work and uh and and connection and gratitude do that amazing well oh, oh mike you ready for last quick question i know jack's waiting. yeah sorry room. can you hear me or not yeah you sound great now yeah sorry i don't know what happened so what you're saying is so important everyone talks about gratitude 
and everyone talks about these things and they do a gratitude list. But yeah. when they're in pain or when the, the, the shit hits the fan, so to speak, <laughs> the gratitude kind of goes out the window. And sure. people just like, like blame each other and we always talk about it. So how do you keep people in the present moment and keep them motivated in the moment? Because you said like the company, they were like, well, we feel like a cog in a machine. And most people do. It's hard. Yeah. Life is hard, right? And you get spinning. So how do you keep people present and actually appreciating the moments? Yeah, I, I think part of it is it's a habit, right? Like, I, I don't think you do it. I don't think you appreciate someone once and then you're good. Like, it needs to become a fabric of your world. It's funny, whenever I speak, I, I've been traveling a lot and speaking at events and, and keynoting. Um, and someone will stop me afterwards and they'll be like, yeah, but this doesn't mean anything if it's not authentic. And I'm like, well, of course it doesn't mean anything. If Like, I'm not going around pro pro promoting fake gratitude. Like, we we really have to appreciate that. One one more story, and Mike, this might answer the, the question in a different way. When I first started at Motivosity, I, I meet with our CEO every week in a one-on-one. -on -one, and like, that can be a little intimidating, right? That can be a little, little nerve-wracking. I had my one-on-one -on -one with our, our founder, walked out, and I immediately had a note, an appreciation from him. And he had put this picture, and it was a picture of like Wonder Woman and the Flash. And he said, Logan, I love where you're taking marketing at Motivosity. It's like we're the new Justice League. And I like sat back in my desk, and like I looked off into the corner, and I thought to myself, I am the Batman of marketing, right? Like like that. those 20 words changed everything. And so even when there were bad days and there's been bad days, I hold on to that feedback from my boss way more than a $5 gift card would have. And, and it was authentic and it was meaningful. And so like gratitude is like deposits of trust. And that doesn't mean you don't have withdrawals of trust, but the more gratitude you're depositing, the better it is for the person uh, being thanked for the people that witness that gratitude and even for the person that's giving it. You're speaking our language, nothing better than the perspective of gratitude to find the light, the love and the lessons aligned with forgiveness. It's unstoppable, just like the Justice League and Batman is still my favorite superhero because his superpowers being rich, uh, no supernatural powers like Jack's gonna talk about these supernatural, unbelievable solutions that he's serving up. but. Logan Mallory serving up the traditional, the oldest and best solution to impact everyone's life. Logan Mallory, thank you for your gratitude. Thank you for Motivosity. Please come back and join us. Go to Motivosity.com uh, and uh, we will see you soon, my friend. Keep Appreciate it up. Thanks, Matt. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Waiting in the ring, in the wings. Sorry. Big Jack waiting here. Jack Del Laccio. CEO, founder of Essentia Natural Memory Foam and Mattress, by the way. <laughs> Welcome to Off Hours. Uh, gentlemen, I can't hear anyone. Hmm, wondering oh, why. Oh, no. You're probably blessed. That's probably why you can't hear us. Anyways, we'll try to fix that. I'll talk to Michael and Broken about a lesson as he's waiting to take a plane from Buenos Aires to Miami for a date with destiny with one of my heroes, Tony Robbins. Uh, you know, Tony's been around a long time, Mike, and I've been blessed to uh, have the original 12 cassette tapes 
that I learned from from Tony, and it uh, definitely had an ROI that was extraordinary in my life. Uh, you obviously have been exposed to Tony many times, and in fact, Logan was at uh, Silicon Slopes with me uh, when Dean and Tony and Gary and everyone we were speaking there. Uh, what's one of the things that you think is a differentiator of Tony, someone that's as seasoned as you, as successful as you, a world drug addict like you, uh, would want to spend the time and money in order to be with him? Um, you, sh- I can't like wait that. until you yes, start office hours. Like the addition. <laughs> um. I, I would I would say this, man. It's the same reason I've spent so much time with you. Uh, it's not because you're funny. I can promise you that. Uh, but it's instead because I'm constantly learning from you, and 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 that's the thing. It's it's you know the thing that Tony does that that you do that I that I do that the people under me do is we mimic, model, and master because success leaves clues. And I sit here and I ask myself, how do I really be the the number one? coach in the world like what does it really take and it's like why would i not learn from the best i was like deeper into creating the 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 machine that is think unbroken i said who do i need to learn from about connecting to other humans and it was david Meltzer, right and so like it's i'm always putting myself in a position of understanding that if you invest in yourself the dividends are huge and I, I have a theory, I haven't been able to play it out yet, but I believe on a long enough timeline I will. And you asked about money and I, I and investing. And I, I think that for every thousand dollars you invest in yourself, it will create a hundred thousand dollars in revenue for you. And so in my mission to change the world and heal people, I'm like, I will invest what it takes, knowing that many of my mentors and the people I look up to, they didn't become millionaires until they were 50. And, you know, so I'm like, cool, let's just keep going. Let's keep building, let's create creating. But they didn't become change making impact changers, just world world dominating superheroes until much later. And so I'm just being patient and learning. And that's what it is for me. Well, I, I think you, you nailed it. That's what I was trying to get to. And what's so interesting, I had to learn this along the way as well, because we share a mission together. And that's why we partner so much, all three of us together, because we share the mission. Um, there is the impact, like people have impact from the start. Like there, there's some really great uh, experts and and spirits of excellence in every space that have great impact. But if you have impact long enough, like Dr. Joe Dispenza, like Gary Vaynerchuk, like Tony Robbins, if you do it long enough, not only will it tell its own secrets, which makes you even more impactful, but you can, especially today, you can sell tickets. And when you get to a point where you can sell tickets, you you now have the one-two punch that it takes to exponentially build awareness and have exponential impact. And, you know, I know this from being kind of like Dean Graziosi or Ed or, or Tom, you know, my friends in the space, we're middle ground where you, you've had impact for a long time and you're starting to sell some tickets, but you're not going to sell out an arena like Tony Robbins or uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, uh, you're, you're just not going to sell tickets that way. You, you can load up a mastermind. You can load up a room of 100 people. 
that, that will pay significant dollars to be around you. You can have 100 coaching clients that will pay you an extraordinary amount of money a year, not going to sell tickets like Tony Robbins. And it's not that he brands or markets himself better than Mike Diamond or Mike Unbroken or David Miller or Dean. It's that he's had impact for a long time. And that's inspiring to me to continue to have impact when you know, I spoke in front of two people and there was, and it was for free. So forget about selling tickets. It was just showing up. Uh, and I, it's really important for people who have that mission to distinguish impact from selling tickets. Uh, it looks like Jack may have his cell phone working uh, for StreamYard. We'll check it out. Can you hear us now, Jack? I hear you now. Sorry about that. Technical issues. No, the audio on the computer was set up for me was, uh, was not working. Now you're well worth the wait. We suck too, so don't worry. Um, like that, Mike? Uh, you got that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so curious. I am a sleep freak. Uh, I tell people all the time, I want to be the best sleeper in the world. I want to be in the Hall of Fame to sleep. And that's because if I could be the best at anything, I might as well be the best at what everybody does for an average of eight hours a day. M may... Uh, allow me to have even greater impact uh, and greater performance, productivity, accessibility, and gratitude. Uh, your health and wellness company really addresses uh, that capacity and capability. What makes the Essential Foam so different than all the other proposed solutions out there? Well, I mean, this is really something that uh, I obsess over. And that's that's really what what it's come down to. It's been uh, 19 years of obsessing over every little detail, trying to understand what makes uh, real, you know, transformative sleep. Uh, you know, and early on, I got into this really for the wellness part of it, uh, in clean air, clean bedrooms. But about three or four years in, in, in continuing to work on on research and development and understanding sleep and deep sleep and REM sleep. I had realized that, you know, what, what were the triggers that prevented people from having truly deep sleep? And that's what, uh, that, that's what I focused on. That's what I formulated. And, and really, um, <clears throat> I've identified seven different triggers that stimulate your central nervous system that prevent you from having those hours of deep sleep as much as possible. And um, that, that, that is, the difference and it's not just the one thing it's all seven so so uh it, you know just to throw out there number one is um no vocs uh the the vocs kind of work kind of like a sleeping pill you may you you think you're sleeping but you wake up all groggy just because what it all all it's doing is it's giving you unconscious sleep but it doesn't keep you in REM sleep and deep sleep long enough to really make an impact on on you so what I've done at Essentia is focused on eliminating all of these triggers uh, we do it with our foam we do it with what what what's not into the foam um, but it's a it's a it's a remarkable product it's truly breathable um, so so it, it's a, it's it, it really takes care of your, your body's thermal regulation doesn't stimulate your central nervous system. Uh, we, we also, our latest iteration of our foam, we also managed EMFs in your environment. So those are not um, creating an erratic behavior of your uh, blood cells, which you know prevents oxygen. There's just so many 
um, we, we, we nerd out on getting into the details of deep sleep and REM sleep. <laughs> I love it. And can you, for those acronyms for people who don't know, VOC, et cetera, what does it stand for? So VOCs are volatile organic compounds. That, that, that's the toxins that come out of everything around us. Um, and, you know, primarily what I realized 20 years ago is that the, the, the product that emits the most toxins in your home is actually your mattress. Um, and I had identified that just because everything else, there's a lot of regulations a lot of, around a lot of other things. But that is the component that has the highest density and highest concentration of toxins in the home. Everything else is lightweight, uh, whereas the mattress had to be dense. So, you know, who would have figured that it's re really what you're laying down on, what you're, you know, breathing in, absorbing through your pores is what had the highest level of, of volatile organic compounds. Well, My wife would disagree, especially after I ate beans. What do you think, Mike? <laughs> That's fully organic. That's what, yeah, <laughs> until it comes out, it's toxic. <laughs> All right, what Mike's coming up next? This is super cool. Me. Um, so, Jack, you said nine. Did you say it took you 19 years to work through this? No, 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 wait. Three and a half years when, when, I, uh, when I created the very first Essentia foam material. I patented that back in 2006. And, uh, you know, year after year, I never stopped the, the, the research and development phase. So, by 2009, I had a new version. Because uh, our, our, our company and, and, and our mission kind of evolved over time, where, whereas when they first uh, launched the, the company, our main customers were uh, people who were undergoing cancer treatments uh, from, from people struggling for their life uh, in, in, with, their, uh, with their illnesses, uh, eventually evolved to people uh, buying our products when they were in remission, to people for to prevention. By 2008, it was a lifestyle choice to, to buy an Essentia mattress. But by 2009, I, I had a better understanding of the performance powers of sleep, and I patented a core which had benefits in uh, accelerating recovery just because of how we, we were able to make people uh, sleep deeper. By 2012, we have a whole lot of pro athletes that started jumping on board to improve their recovery. So by 2012 and by today, over 30% of NHL players sleep on Essentia, got some NFL, NBA, all, all kinds of sports. And they look to us for recovery from training, recovery from their day. So that, that, that the, our product has evolved and, 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 and our obsession has really uh, bared uh, fruit in, in being able to offer a product that is uh, unmatched unlike anything else. Yeah, it's been a 19 years since I launched the company and three and a half years prior to that in just development. It's interesting because uh, Shelly Ibach, the CEO of Sleep Number, and they're a big sponsor of the NFL. And the way that I found out about Essentia was on Radio Row after an interview at the Sleep Number uh, activation, uh, one of my NFL guys was like, you know, I could get a free eight thousand dollar sleep number bed but i bought an essentia have you heard of it and because they all know i'm a sleep freak and your sleep coach you sleep freaks like me and because i go beyond recovery i also believe if you recover correctly and sleep correctly you access information that helps with those secrets those cheat codes in life uh while you're in the proper zone uh, mental zone 
of recovery uh, through that deep REM sleep and, and other things. You know better than I as you're a certified uh, sleep coach. The only coach, by the way, that I've had for 17 years is uh, Dr. Sangeeta. Uh, I'm sorry, Dr. Mita Singh. They know from uh, you know the, the sleep realm, you, you may have run across her as well. Anyway, what's our final cleanup hitter going to have for us today? Michael Unbroken from Buenos Aires on his way to a date, a date with destiny, and then home to Las Vegas. Hopefully see me uh, if we're still around next week. Yeah, hopefully we are. Um, yeah, and I'm going to try to figure out how to have a date with sleep on this red eye. So, Jack, I'm really curious, man, if if you're like me, like David, like Mike, we, we are always on the road, constantly traveling. And I think that a lot of people struggle with sleeping while they are not in their native environment. I think a lot of people also struggle whilst trying to sleep in their negative, native environment. What is one thing that people can do to start taking control of their sleep now? Well, I mean, as a traveler, I, I, I would say, first of all, it's, it's the routine and the schedule. Uh, one of the things uh, about five, six years ago, I was consulting with the Pittsburgh Penguins organization, and they were trying to repeat on a championship. And uh, their biggest struggle was on the road game, East Coast, West Coast, and try to manage all that. And they really took it to the next level of taking it so seriously that they um, managed their training, their, their scheduling, their, their, their sleep schedule as if they were always in the same time zone. And they had buy-in from management, trainers, and players to be, uh, no matter where they went, they, they instead of changing to the, uh, to the time zone and trying to readapt all the time, they made their schedule adapt to one time zone. I, I utilize that, which is why Mike Diamond and I wake up so early here on the West Coast and don't have to change our time zone in New York or London. Have to adjust a little bit in Asia, but uh, the NHL doesn't have to worry about Asian games yet. So, uh, Jack, thank you so much for what you do. Uh, everyone, if you don't realize you spend a third of your life sleeping, should be an essential, an essential priority in your life, making sure you sleep. Uh, my grandfather told me there's three things you need to live a long, happy, healthy life. You need one woman as a liaison between you and your family. A third of your life is spent with your family. You just need one great spouse. You need one great activity that you get paid for that you love to do. But the easiest is you need one great mattress. You're going to spend a third of your life sleeping and schnooping. You better have the best master ma mattress you can find. That's what Jack Delaccio has been providing us for so many years. MyAssentia.com. Check it out. The NFL, the NHL, and Melcher and the two mics give it it full endorsement. Besides Dr. Oz, it's his number one hot list item, favorite product. I think it's mine as well. Thanks for joining us, Jack. Thank you, guys. It was great being here. Great having you. All right. I love talking about sleep. Okay, we got to get Mike Unbroken on the road to his red eye. What's your takeaways of the days, boys? Broken. Yeah. Broken. Yeah, I'll, I'll rock it. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I, I think that com coming back to this and, and just the, the concept of gratitude in leadership is so important. And, you know, we're coming off of not only Black Friday, but heading into the remainder of the holiday season and the start of the new year. And for me, it's just to continue to leverage gratitude at scale. 
Um, uh, you know, obviously I'm thankful for you guys. I shared that last week. I'm thankful for the opportunities I get, like the, the fact that I get to have the life that I have coming from a homeless child is a very big deal to me. And so, you know, just a constant reminder to be grateful to the world. Um, it was such a good episode, but I'm going to actually go off something Dave asked you. It was such a great question about why would you go see Tony Robbins? And, 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 and then something that he said working on the project for years would, would just keep evolving, right? And, you know, you start off with something and it just keeps getting and keeps getting and keeps getting the consistency. And what I love about us is the consistency. Like we're like three years in, Dave, or three and a half years in, right? And what people forget is this, is what I've learned is like, Dave, you said it beautifully about the ticket sales, right? And it doesn't matter who's first, it's who can stay the longest and stay in line longest, right? And be consistent. But what I love is going to see someone that's on a stage or that's great. And it either it motivates me to do better work or says, oh yeah, I'm in the right, I'm in the right place. I'm in the right arena. And I think that's what we need to do is put ourselves out there, be consistent, go share other people's things and watch other people and be part of it. And I think that's the beauty. And that's, to me, it's like being around every Wednesday is so much fun because it's so, so wacky. But it really is. But we help each other. And I think for me, going into the holidays, a lot of relapses and people, community connection, you know, go, go out of yourself and see someone that's maybe out of your league, but it might go, hey, I could be Dave Melster on Mike or I'm broke on Mike Diamond one day. So get out of yourself and just go out and live. Yeah, I love it. I, I think it's more than adding Michael Unbroken, why he's going to see Tony Robbins. It's also why Tony Robbins is still doing the date for destiny, you know, and that means a lot to me. And I think for my takeaway that, you know, why are all these people doing what they're doing? Uh, you know, Janine and Logan and Jack, because they've been doing it, like you said, a long time. And I think it comes back to what Michael Unbroken said, just thanks matters, man. Th thanks matters, whether you're giving, receiving, or witnessing it, right? That was my favorite tagline at the end uh, of uh, Logan's, you know, perspective. And it falls right into your book, Mike, uh, Dose. Like yep. It's the only thing, giving is a dose for everyone. Yep. Th those who give get dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, yep. endorphins. Those that receive dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins, and those that witness the dose of positivity as well. Biochemical, bioanatomical, and mindset, mental health-wise, thanks matters. Do it long enough. That's why Mike is going to see Tony, and Tony is showing up for Mike, and that's why the tickets will be sold as well, because everybody wants a dose of positivity, whether it's Tony, yeah. Mike, or the people witnessing Tony and Mike. Yeah. They're going to receive that dose of positivity. May I wish you well in your travels, Michael Unbroken. I will be in Las Vegas next week on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Hopefully, you'll be home by then. Maybe I can get a big hug before you go take a shower and maybe even after a shower. I've been living in your house, so I apologize. i got to get out of there now that I know you're coming home. <laughs> but thank you for the free rent. I got to find an Airbnb real quick now that I know he's going to be there oh as well. Uh, hopefully, we will get the VODs out of there. 
next time. Mike, have a safe trip. We love you. Mike Diamond, thank you as always. A dose of positivity witnessing you. Safe travel, brother. I love you. I love you, Mike Diamond. Thanks for joining. Love you guys. (laughs) Awesome. Come and join me next week. I'll be with Michael Unbroken there in Las Vegas. It's an amazing place to be. Email me if you want to join us. We'll be there. We're going to do a meetup. I think an In-N-Out Burger. It's the first time I've done an In-N-Out Burger on Wednesday. Come and meet up with me at In-N-Out Burger. Uh, I know my friend uh, Stephanie will love doing it there. She uh, is building quite a big business. Uh, the greatest West Coast hamburger ever created. The In-N-Out Burger. West Swens Burgers. The East Coast. David at dmelter.com. If you want a free book. If you want to come to Friday training. We're always around. You can join our text community if you to follow us, I know Gigi was for a while internationally, 949-298-2905. You'll be notified where we are, meetups, VIP dinners, TV shows, speeches, coaching, all the trainings, uh, ask me anything. We got so many different things that we're trying to do to give service and value to others. I want to thank Raluca. I want to thank Gigi for producing the show and Ethan for showing up and being our conduit, our laser, our guests into future opportunities all you got to do is reach out david at bmelter.com remember most importantly be interested and interesting be kind to your future self and do good deeds have a great evening